Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the wolf of, Don- of Donk Street, uh, the wolf of Donkey Street, and uh, I am joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness, the birthday boy himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? 32 years of hell. That's what it's been. I'm 32 today. Every day worse than the <laughs> day before it. That first day was sick, <laughs> let me tell you. Doctor slapped me on the ass and it all went downhill from there. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, how was your birthday going, Mac Man? It's nice. Our guest brought me some cakes. Yeah. Very nice. Very the Pills nice. Pillsbury Doughboy is our <laughs> guest today. <laughs> no, we've got Maddie Ryan on the show. How are you, Maddie? Hey, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy birthday, Tommy. What a beautiful Thank day. You, Maddie. What a great day to be alive. It really is. It really is. Beautiful day for a birthday. I'll say. Is it? <laughs> it's all cloudy and shit. Yeah, it's true, but the, it's nice. It's not raining, Warm, at least. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I woke up late. I missed the the dreary parts. <laughs> it's all just get dark so we can start drinking already, That's what huh? I say. Um, but no, it's uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a beautiful thirty two. I think for you, man. I, I think so. you're gonna. Have where's it. the Where's the hang this tonight? Year. Uh, fine time. Hey, don't tell these freaks <laughs> who listen to the show. That place will be covered <laughs> in weirdos. Don't put this out <laughs> until tomorrow. <laughs> 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 There'll be fucking a bunch of weirdos just chomping at the bit just to make horse jokes. Their underwear, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? So what's I got that? there's a debate about that phrase "chomping at the bit" because it was originally oh, yes. champing at the bit. So I did not know this, and I frankly, when you said it earlier, I thought you were lying. No. <laughs> yeah, say, how often do you guys talk about this? You're like, this is all previous conversation. Okay, it no, did. No, um, like, oh, it did come up in our group chat because I was trying to be pedantic uh, to Bobby Compton. Which yes, was, oh sure. Yes, but I learned it because there was a college professor of mine who like got mad if you said chomping at the bit and he was like it's champing so that's why it's always been in my head but i looked it up and it is a horse term which it is, is? yeah yeah that's crazy i was about to say more like clomping at the bit for tommy but it's already a horse thing champing yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know what that leads us into stand by your band it's horses now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I couldn't wait more than two minutes. So a funny thing about that. So Alex was on the show last week. Oh, Alex right. and uh, uh, Maddie are, of course, together. And I could not Which wait. Which is a breaking it. scoop on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're announcing here it. Last. We're announcing it. <laughs> uh, so all you weirdos, get out of Alex's DMs. Yeah, knock it off. <laughs> and into Maddie. Get into Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we had her record a little VO nice. work for us. She's, she's so good at VOs, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's been blowing up yeah, on that big time. TikToks. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wild. Now, um, what, have, what have you been up to there, Maddie? Oh man, you know, I'm just out here doing some shows, hanging yeah. out. You know what I mean? Did uh, an audition at New York Comedy Club last night. Oh yeah. Went okay. How'd it yeah. go? It went all right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. You, are you in? What's the deal? I don't know. We'll find out. Tim oh, Smith shit. was there too. He fucking destroyed. Oh, hell Big yeah. Time. Like he, I think he had the set of the night for sure. My Ooh, man. That was great to see. Tim. He's a recent yeah. guest on this show. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, one of yeah, our least there. prepared guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although. Speaking of. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I was going to say. A close second is here today. I was on the way here like, man, I think I fucked up. I was like, there's no way like Tim McLaughlin is better than, the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, for oh, sure. You did his homework? Okay. No. You don't have to do any homework. And. And Tim Smith certainly didn't. <laughs> he mostly just kept saying, it's good. <laughs> Come on, the weekend is good, dude. And he was right. We love old Timmy Smith. Oh, he's the best. And that, that sound, he did bring us some good songs. It was fun to listen to. But. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. So, Maddie, you, you're a big jam band guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't wear it as openly, I feel like. I mean, I do, like, you know, Fish mm-hmm. is probably my favorite band, which, like, I almost, like, I know it's so polarizing, like, people hate him so much. Sure. So I don't, I feel like I don't like you know volunteer it as often because I feel like then people will just discount whatever th- anything else I have to say about music for the rest of my life. You know, right, mm-hmm. right. Um, and clearly, you guys have done that. I think you've done it more than once. I think we we've have. done yeah, mul- yeah multiple fish episodes. And then you brought the dead, which we did. I think two recently. I think we also yeah. might have done twice. Also, I, I think we. How many I episodes? Have. What are you? Are you guys not like barbershop quartets now? How many bands are there? <laughs> we've been going for five years. Yes. Wow, which I thought meant five hundred episodes. <laughs> Famously, yep, and, yep. <laughs> uh, and it's and what a five hundred episodes it's been. One hundred weeks a year. We probably are close to like three hundred. I t- I. I stopped putting numbers on the episodes, and I did not think about the fact that that would make it very difficult to. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you guys already hit three. It. Didn't you? You had some milestone not that long. We, we had five had, years. We had two hundred. Okay. Also, okay. we did. Right. Yeah, like a thing for I guess it. But, I could look it up. But. but yeah, so you pitched Fish and Grateful Dead, which we couldn't do, and sure. then uh, and then we got to Beck, which I think is very interesting to talk about. I, th- I feel like a lot of people have different opinions on sure. Beck. Sure. And I definitely have a, a multitude of opinions. On yeah. That. So yeah, that's, oh, that's I, good. To know. I do too okay. now because I I was like, all right, if we're gonna do this, I need to know like, and I started like reading about them. Like, oh god damn it! Like, yeah. you know, it's like a yeah. Don't meet your heroes. Also, don't even learn about them. Don't <laughs> no. don't know no, what they name their kids. Do don't like. Oh, what do you name his kids? <laughs> like do you have a Tuesday famous day and fucking umbrella or something? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> which ones are the weird ones? <laughs> so Tuesday fucking well, umbrella. Like, his, mom, his mom was like an Andy Warhol performance artist, yes. and like his his sister is named Rain. And I'm like, everyone can fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was interesting because one of the other things you mentioned was Velvet Underground, and his mom was. At a time, a go-go dancer for the Velvet Underground. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting connection with two yeah. bands you like. Um, 
but yeah, his dad was like a bluegrass musician and his mom was in that uh, Andy Warhol factory scene or whatever. Sure. And they were just like this weird bohemian L.A. family that had this like... They were Scientologists, but then he said he wasn't. Dude, was that, was... that stuff's crazy. Yeah, We got to get into that because I found an article right off the bat. If you look up Beck controversy, it's the first thing that comes up. Is it Leah Remini? It's uh, Leah yeah, Remini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm just going to read uh, some of this article. It is from 2019. And the title is Former Scientologists Are Really, Really Mad at Beck right now <laughs> and it's that it's really weird that he did this uh but uh leah remini's mad at him uh she says that uh he's acting like he was never a scientologist which is his way of not publicly speaking out and therefore not getting labeled like us and attacked like us uh she said to the underground bunker a blog run by a oh, yeah. scientologist you know, uh, a scientology <laughs> critic a journalist it's weird to be a scientology <laughs> critic like yeah. i give your scientology a 7.3 <laughs> um the outrage was in reference to an interview the sydney morning uh, with the sydney morning herald as quoted by the hollywood reporter in which beck said i think there's a misconception that i am a scientologist i'm not a scientologist i don't have any connection or affiliation with it but i've pretty much just focused on my music and my work for most of my life and tended to do my own thing i think it's just something people ran with and it's funny that he did that because they say it's a bit of a turnaround from 14 years yeah, ago yeah. when in an interview with the irish sunday tribune this is a quote yeah i'm a scientologist <laughs> <laughs> like i grew up around it and everything <laughs> People can say, sort of say and do whatever they want. I don't have anything to hide. I'm completely proud of my life. I think about philosophy and uh, and sort of all these kind of you know ideals that are common to a lot of religions. Uh, there's nothing fantastical, just a deep, real deep grassroots concerted effort for humanitarian causes. But yeah, uh, he has a long history with Scientology. Uh, his father, uh, David Campbell, is a Scientologist. He grew up in the church and was married. Uh, Married to Scientologist Marissa Rabizi, Re- mm-hmm. a sister of actor Giovanni, Giovanni Twin sister. Oh, Is that right? Yeah. And she was uh, famously in Dazed and Confused. Oh, she was the redhead uh, nerd girl. I yeah. know that. And he was famously Phoebe's boyfriend in Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, isn't it a bummer when you find out people are Scientologists? I don't know. Especially with Hollywood, I feel like. It's like, oh, that's why you're famous. Or I don't know. I don't right. know how, sure, I don't yeah. know how it works. I, like, yeah, it's I didn't weird. Wa- I haven't read or watched enough of the Scientology documentaries. I just know it stinks and is bad. Yeah. Well, see, so yeah, I read Going Clear and I saw the movie and everything. The only two that always bummed me out were Beck and... And uh, Elizabeth Moss, because I'm such a big Mad Men fan. And yeah, she's is such that, a wait, good is that the one that's in uh, um, The Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. bummed me out, too. I was like, really? It's, come on. And she seems, yeah. She's and like, she's so good. She's, she's so yeah. cool. Yeah. It seems like, I don't know. It, you just project things onto people, I guess. You don't really know what they're like. <laughs> right. it, it was like, those are the two where I was, I was like, oh, man, how are they so cool? And <laughs> yeah. doing that, when it's like, that religion is so clearly, I mean, you know, you can make the argument like, oh, every religion. Right, right, right. But it's like Scientology, yeah. it's like. That one and even Mormonism, I think we can all agree, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. like, you found a book in your hat a hundred <laughs> years ago? <laughs> it's not even that long. <laughs> like Scientology, I mean, the, the leader's wife has been missing for like 30 years. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. L. Ron Hubbard's wife? Uh, no, Miscovich, the, uh, the current oh, leader. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shelly Miscovich is just like missing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I mean, that name. She's now. got okay. miss in her name. <laughs> 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 but it's just like so clearly fucked up. And then like if you read the book, there's like all these crazy things that they did. And it's just like, I don't get how you get. And it's also just so 
insane. Well, they like, come for you and like like harass you to yes. like to death almost, right? Even like, like journalists who write about it, they'll like send people to their houses and shit. You know what I mean? It's just like so it's it's hard to reconcile that. And with Beck, I think that thing is so funny. <laughs> Because it's like I didn't even know he distanced himself from it, which yeah, I guess is yeah. good. But right. it's so funny. It's like, it's like a, no, never. never word. Yeah. <laughs> Me, Scientology. What are you guys talking about? I'm, <laughs> I'm Jewish, dude. <laughs> it's, like, back. it's like a weird like high school thing where you like try and change your personality and act yeah. like mm. <laughs> it's like. Well, I was never in a musical theater. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? You were in the play last year. It's like no, I'm into sports. No, <laughs> no I get laid, brother. But yeah, it's always been hard to reconcile with him, like the cool like Largo. Yeah. fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy musician stuff with the Scientology stuff with him. So it's always, For I sure. think, made him such an interesting figure mm-hmm. in culture. I met him once. Uh, at, I mean, for a second. It was at an uh, SNL after party. He's like two and a half feet tall. He's a small, oh, really? he's a little small, guy. Small, I, small little I've imagined him to be a tall man. I also realized I got him mixed up and I was very excited about this and then I realized I had the wrong guy. Uh, I thought he was the one who... Uh, Claimed he had a relationship with Natalie Portman, but that was Moby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I was all funny. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> she got stripped away from me. <laughs> What's he up to? Is he doing anything anymore? I think that was his, the last thing. He's got his weird vegan tattoo on his neck. And yeah. He's getting he's skinnier and skinnier. He got like yeah. kind of canceled over the. Because mm. Natalie Portman was pretty young, I think, when he claimed they had a relationship. And then she, I think. It was either his book where he talked about that or her. I think, and then she was like, "Me and Moby were never together." Yeah. This is so really weird. weird. And then he was like, "It's really strange that Natalie Portman is acting like this when I have a picture that proves it all, and it's just a picture of him with his arm around her." And he's like, "At yeah. the Star Wars premiere or something." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's clearly a fan picture. Yeah, um, it's a wax doll. <laughs> but anyway, it was not Beck. Beck's uh, innocent. Um, well. Weird in a different way, I guess. Yeah. yeah. His name is Beck B E K is what it was on the, his birth certificate. Really? Which I what? think is so funny that Beck is like a, the normal version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He made it a that is hilarious. <laughs> I had no idea. That's very funny. It yeah. sounds like a choking. Like just B E K. It sounds like a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, his name's, yeah, Beck David Hansen. Wait, is that not the guy? What's the name of the guy from To Catch a Predator? It's not Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, that's right. Damn it, we should have gotten you another one of those for your birthday. We d- oh fuck. Okay, well, something might be on the way. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I just it, realized. Did you have a cameo or something? So we did a cameo for Tommy's birthday a couple of years ago. Me and uh, a bunch of the Chicago boys chipped in. I wish I still had. I don't know if I still have it or not, but uh, I, we played it on the podcast and it was mm-hmm. great. But I now I. I'll just, uh, I'm not going to do it, but I was thinking I should have just had him do another one, but this time it's about horses. (laughs) 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 Because. Stand by your band. It's horses now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, Beck, I think my overall thing is I'm not a super fan. I would say there's 10 Beck songs that I think are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, like, Odelay was one of the best albums. Odelay, get the mic. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It was like one, even though, like, and again, I'm not a super fan either. I was just trying to think of like what's some like go tos that I really like. I was like, okay, I feel like there's like he's got enough of a storied catalog and like some different, you know what I mean? Like I don't know, like that. What was the one before that? Odelay? Uh, uh Mellow Gold was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one, which on so that had loser on it. And I just I was listening to the, the Beck's behind the music. Uh, oh, from, nice. It came out before like most of his career. It was okay. only only like three of the albums had come out. 
where they were talking about that and he was in like the anti-folk scene yeah, in, New yeah, York. in New York. Right? Yeah, because yeah. he grew up in LA then he dropped out of high school and just went to New York by himself and was like basically homeless and just going up to all these folk shows doing all these weird songs and this guy saw him on stage and was like, hey, I record music. It was just like an eight track recorder. He wasn't like a big time producer mm-hmm. like, let me hook you up with Sony or whatever. So they just recorded this album and the producer said it cost $350 to make the album <laughs> and they sold a million copies. What? <laughs> Which is fucking because Loser just got picked up and yeah. became this huge yeah. hit. It still is. If you go to the yeah. Spotify, it's like the most played back song by like millions. Yeah, yeah. You know what it's mean? crazy. That Which was surprising. Yeah. yeah, and they recorded it in one afternoon. Like that's nuts. that came up with the slide guitar riff and was like, I think I'm gonna rap. And they're like, All right. And they're then like, he just wrote all this nonsense. Go on, little back. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like true, true. Which I mean, that's the written in an afternoon thing. You're like, Well, th- yeah, there wasn't a lot of themes in the writing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like complete. Not- we should listen to that because it's yeah. not on the playlist. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was too many songs even. I was gonna. Of I try to get one from each song and then, or you know, a different album. Yeah, yeah. Let's just hear a little bit of Loser. Yeah, hung himself with a guitar string was one of those lines that as a kid was like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 That cool. so <laughs> Cocaine nose job. Yeah, Just I mean, a lot of thing, evocative That song slaps. Yeah. That thing, oh, that's, that's you know what I mean? Yeah. It still holds up. Yeah. It is, yeah. So instantly like, oh yeah, this is a fucking good that's song. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe I'll hang myself with a podcast wire. <laughs> <laughs> a mic wire. <laughs> Just bashing yourself over there with a Zoom recorder. <laughs> Why is this taking this so long? This is poetic. This stings. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, so my experience with Beck was that I knew that song, and I knew a lot of the songs from Odelay, like um, Where It's At and Devil's Haircut, with songs I loved. And then... Um, Midnight Vultures was one of the first albums I bought, and it was the first album I ever bought and didn't like. Sure. So it sticks out in my head yeah, as like yeah. that Man. first like disappointment of like spending twenty bucks on a CD because I like the artist and really not liking the album, sure. which I was really young. So it's like it's a very experimental record. Yeah. So it makes sense. And I listened to it again today, and I liked it more than I did as a child. Okay, but yeah. I was still like not loving it, it. It's just like stuck in my head forever as like oh I wasted my CD pick of the week. On right, something right, I right, like. right. So it'll yeah, always I be wonder, my head like that. That's a good. Uh, like que- that's a good question. Like, what's the first album you bought? Because it was before you could sit. Like, I mean, you could like steal music, I guess. But even then, I like not told. Not told. Not later, till, yeah, 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 yeah. What's the first CD you bought that you were like pissed about? I remember I had I bought a country music tape. This dude named Clay Walker who had a uh, who sucks. Oh, yeah. and, uh, I forgot Indiana. <laughs> yep, yep. We, I talked about this on uh, Danny Moppin and uh, and Tyler Snodgrass's uh, podcast. Oh, their country pod. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I grew up on like tr- like pop country, like shitty country okay. for a little while. Not like Merle Haggard. No, the fucking... no. Like uh, we talked about Brooks and Dunn, who I <laughs> still love a couple songs, but uh, <laughs> nice. I want to find a Clay Walker song real fast, just to like because he he had like. Oh, I don't even know what like the popular. Oh, it's if I can make a living off of loving you is the one that I like. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Here we what go. What a concept. Which sucks. <laughs> She's talking about OnlyFans. <laughs> so I bought the album and I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then song number two comes on. I think almost instantly I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> It sounds like a commercial for salsa in the nineties. <laughs> yep, it's funny because it's like he's like one of those like glam country guy. He's just like a hot guy who does country, yeah, yeah. and nobody wants to hear him just play the guitar. <laughs> like, What's he up to now? Uh, well, let's see. Is uh, is he, he have any new music? He has a latest release. Oh wow! But I don't know when that's. It's from. probably about vaccinations. I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's called catching up with an old memory. Oh, oh well, let's catch up with Clay. Oh, it's like to come in here long, turn it on every once in a while. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he looks so old. Well, we gave it a fair shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's bummed he's not hot anymore. He's like, oh, man. I do want to hear. He's not aged well. <laughs> yeah, this is not good. Uh, anyways, he still sucks. He, it's weird that he went like, it looks like he went like, 15 or like 12 years without releasing anything and then just came back that's oh no that's not true anyway doesn't matter uh let's I'm go back to think to what, back. what city i would have oh I, yeah i, I had a bunch stolen at the mall one time i was so mad i was at i like went to the music store and i got like like 50 dollars worth of, like it was like oh, two wow. cds a couple singles i was yeah. so stoked i think there was like a a third eye blind uh, yeah. single in there you know what i mean it was like violent yeah. femmes something else and i went to the candy store where you get like you know buy the bags of candy and like you wait and i like turned around to weigh it and i went back to where my cds were and they were gone oh they were in a bag with the receipt devastating and it fucking so, it ruined my month for sure yeah <laughs> that is devastating god damn and now it's good that we um you know don't pay artists or anything um let's hear another song you gave us you gave us four years oh yeah sorry but you were talking about the album and you just didn't like the experiment. oh yeah i mean it's just a, it's a very weird album it was too weird for me at the time um he's got a lot today. of weird shit that i still am not super that don't vibe like with, i was here today and i think sex law is the first song on that album is actually really good and i was just like just didn't get it at whatever age i was but the rest of it i was listening to i was like no i still don't really fuck with this yeah uh, Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, that, I have trouble. I really loved Morning Phase, uh, mm-hmm. the album that he won. Uh, album the of the Grand year. Before, yeah. yeah. Um, and that famously Kanye was pissed about oh, yeah, it and yeah, almost yeah. did the same thing he did to Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> he was um, going off about it, too. He's like, this guy, everyone was like, yeah. Yo, dog. This guy plays like thirty instruments. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, that's a good artist. There's a because he said um, he Kanye famously uh, said that he had like no respect or something like that. I, the, damn it, I had it pulled up and now it's gone for some reason. I think you're thinking of Rodney Dangerfield. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm handling it pretty well. He's like, I don't know, man. I think Kanye's pretty cool. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, he said uh he said he didn't res- he needed to respect the artistry cuz uh he and uh he urged Beck to give his Grammy award to Beyoncé. Again, oh, it's okay. always about Beyoncé. Yeah. It's very funny. Well, Was that Lemonade that year or something? Maybe. It was 2014, yeah. Could have been. I think yeah, that's an interesting thing about Beck cuz Beck has two like big sad folk albums, mm-hmm. which Sea Change and Morning Phase. Yeah, yeah, I threw a Sea Change song on there. Yeah, so yeah, Sea yeah. Change is amazing and it's it's just interesting. I feel like people who only hear those albums think of him as like sad folk guy yeah. when mm-hmm. he has so many different modes and styles, which totally. is what makes him interesting to talk about. Yeah, he's yeah, definitely yeah. insanely 
talented and like is not like a one act for sure in any way yeah 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 um yeah i i still lean more into that side of him because i like sad boy shit but um, yeah because that song came through that like lost cause came out when i was like in high school and it was like a prime there was you know that was on a couple boohoo mixtapes i had you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. Boo-hoo for, <laughs> for halloween <laughs> <Yeah>. spooky back <laughs> oh before i forget Ooh, uh, break Oh man, the passing of time. <laughs> uh, before I forget, uh, the a cap on the Kanye thing is that he uh, he also said he does play basketball with Beck. What? <laughs> I know. He's like, fuck that dude, man. I'll see you on Thursday. Oh my god, I would kill to see a tape of that game. <laughs> I would kill to see Beck doing anything athletic, <laughs> just catching yeah. a ball. I think it would be huge. Well, he he apologized and said like he like. He said it too quick, and he said he was wrong to say that anyone who can play fourteen different instruments uh, is is not respectful to the artistry of music. And also, I play basketball with Beck. <laughs> what if Kanye was like the most selfless basketball player? Like he just sets so screens it's and like all, plays really good team defense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wow, he's nothing like his personality on the court. You gotta respect him. Oh man, um, yeah, that would be uh, that would be a sight to see. I just want to see. One on one, Beck v Kanye. Well, that's how they should decide the Grammys. Yes. <laughs> I want to see Arcade Fire play against Dua Lipa. <laughs> Fourteen on one. That's gonna be a tough win. And a, and a tough win. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's hear some songs because you sent us uh, once again for. People who were just checking back in and missed last week's episode, we have now changed the format. We're doing four songs instead of six. One of the four you gave us was Devil's Haircut. Now, um, do you worship the devil? Is that why? <laughs> no, not anymore. No, okay, it, was that's my, good. it was in my Scientology days. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, seem like you've had a person's haircut in about no, three no, years, no, Matty. No, it has been a couple years. It's long. If you guys can't see, the hair is just is, ripping. And they certainly Shoulder cannot. Line. Check out, check out Matty's Instagram. Pause it. Yes, check out Matty's yeah, Instagram, yeah, yeah. then laugh at me. Have yourself a Give laugh. me a like and a follow over there while you're, while you're snooping around. Well, don't waste your time with that. No, no, no. Stand by your band. It's visual jokes now. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hear Devil's Haircut. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it's the first track on Odalay and just slaps out of the gate. Right off the bat. Smiling eyes, ripping out of his 
That's a great song. Yeah, that's that's killer. That's a great. Yeah, there's a lot song. of ones off that album that I wanted to put on, but I was like, that one rips, and it's the first one on the right out of the you know game. what I mean. It was like yeah. that was his follow up to Mellow Gold, right? Mm-hmm. Like after Loser, so like yeah, to come up was that like '96 or something? Yeah, that album came out? yeah, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And just uh, bangers, so yeah. many bangers. So. Yeah, that, that and where it's at as two singles. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. So it was hard to pick which one of those for, those for the just, play. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I told. I don't know how I totally forgot about where it's at until we. I was listening. Throw to that, that out. I was for like, a oh yeah, I mean, take that for a little. Spin. I mean, it's a good time. Where it's at. I got to turn All right. Destination, a little up the road from the habitations of the towns we know. A place we saw the lights turn low. The jigsaw jazz and the get fresh flow. Out jobs and jamboree handouts, two turntables and a microphone, bottles and cans are just damn it. That is so cool. That's just real cool. That beat is so sick. Yeah, it's so good. It's amazing. Um, so uh, going back to uh, to the song we just heard, uh, "Devil's Haircut." Um, the song is open to many inter- interpretations. How do you define the blues? Its definition seems to vary for listeners and artists. Beck noticed this vague quality himself. When asked, he's offered up numerous possible interpretations, from the silly to the obscure to the possible. He even made fun of it during his appearance on the TV show Futurama with Ooh. the line, what was that song about? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great. I loved him on Futurama. That's a great uh, That's a great uh, bit they did. Um, Just did a podcast with John DiMaggio, who played Bender. In Whoa. Oh, nice. oh, yeah. He was very yeah. cool. Doug Loves Movies. Check he out talked the about Mac coming Man. on this show at some point. Hey, we got to do there that. Yeah. Check out Get the Mac on. Man on Doug Loves Movies. A lot of people listen to this show because they heard me on Doug Loves Movies, and now they get to hear the Mac Man, too. Hey. Yes. It's a good what a time um yeah and uh and the cartoon series oh no that's the same thing i just read. i do vaguely remember back being on futurama yeah like just hearing that like, and it's oh, like yeah. just his, his head, head in a yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. so funny um let's see here uh mike simpson half of the dust brothers production duo who produced the odalay album explained that the sampled guitar riff is technically not a sample uh it's beck playing basically we'd sit and listen to records and beck would go i really love the guitar sound on that and then he'd start playing it um let's see beck had this broken 20 watt amp and we plugged it in and moved the mic around and ran it through one of our little distortion pedals until we got the sound we were looking for then we'd record him playing we had a, a pretty primitive recording setup back then. that's pretty sick yeah, yeah. That's, cool. that's a cool that way dope. to do it um, it's like that's like rock and roll diy you know what i mean like yeah yeah i want to say punk but it's not you know what i mean the, the the punk ethos i guess right yeah and i think that's another misconception i had about beck just because of scientology you would not assign that like like folk punk diy yeah. kind of shit right right, right. he's just got so much money to get the nicest shit that's what you yeah. think yeah, 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 it's yeah. like oh his yeah. dad's in scientology he mm-hmm. must be like his dad must be john travolta <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 um no, that's exactly what I would have thought. And I even until today, I didn't I had yeah. no idea. Um there you go. Uh we got more music for you freaks. Um, <laughs> sick fucks. <laughs> oh my god. Uh-oh. Wait, what? Slip. Oh, oh good. I got worried. My friend Melinda texted me that she she's gone full sliphead and I thought she meant the I thought she meant slipknot. slipknot yeah. She meant slophead, which is our friends uh, uh, the sloppy yeah, boys. Sloppy boys. Uh check out that bot too. Um <laughs> we were just recommending all kinds of bullshit. Who's, pot, who's that? That's, That's uh, uh, Mike Canford, Tim Kelpakis, and Jefferson yeah. Dutton. Very great, guys. great pod. Very great, great pod. band too. Yeah, yeah their fu- their music is really good yeah. and they're funny as hell. I've I have some highlights in the fridge because I was making their last little 
their last little cocktail, yeah. which is very controversial. The spaghetti, very good. <laughs> I loved it. What's um, in that? It is, uh, it is a little bit of Aperol, which I talked about last week. I got uh, canceled by Negroni Twitter for oh. using Aperol in my Negronis. But it's uh, it's an ounce of Aperol and an ounce of lemon juice in a High Life. Interesting. You just okay. drink the top part of a High Life sure. and like, fill the neck with that. It's nice. pretty sick. It's very good. Um, all right. What's the next song we got here? Let's listen to Lost Cause. crying <laughs> yeah right isn't there like there's like a melancholy just like kind of a haunting beauty yeah. to it you know and his voice mean? is so good yeah which you don't get from the earlier stuff because it's like distorted and totally like and i learned yeah. today when i was like doing a quick wikipedia i'm like well i better learn about this guy that i'm <laughs> yeah, such yeah, a fan yeah, of <laughs> and uh yeah i guess he wrote that whole album in like a week after a breakup wow. yeah like, i think they'd been together for like nine years mm-hmm. they were engaged yeah, yeah, yeah it's like it's like one of the all-time just great yeah. breakup albums yeah I made like a little documentary in college too that I put that. So it was about like homelessness in Chicago, and that that song made it on there. You know what I mean, yeah. I was it was I was the freshman, and the, yeah, like you know, again, like at the, towards the end of high school, <laughs> high school. Yeah, <laughs> keep fucking up the mic, goddamn. Um, so yeah, I feel bad. Them. I'm just the only one who can. Yeah, hear, exactly. And then right. I keep silent. forgetting. Um, what was another song? That I was like, I was into the soundtrack. It was only like a nine minute thing. It was like this school project that I took really fucking seriously. It was like a freshman class, yeah, a film yeah. class. And ever, most of the kids had no idea what they were doing with anything. We had to like, you know, rent equipment from the school and like go do it. And like, he was like, make it like about Chicago. He's like five to eight, not 10 minutes, whatever. And like, some people just came in with like, it would just be like footage, like still like, like motionless footage of the Buckingham <laughs> fountain for like a minute. Oh and God. then a footage of a train for a minute. And like, just a shot of the Sears Tower for 30 seconds. And they're like, then they, just we nothing. like screened all of these in class. I was like, what the fuck? I spent like 200 hours on mine. It was like, <laughs> I was in the editing lab, like late at night, so many nights, like putting songs on it. Another uh, banger song in there was uh, Mr. Wendell by Arrested Development. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, Dude, that's a great song. Yeah. Man, I should have done Arrested Development, man. Those guys fucking rip. I've never heard of them. I mean, I know the show, of course. Is it them? Is it Joe? Not really. it's, 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 it's the Bluths. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I've never heard of them. It's like um, a '90s hip hop. Throw throw Mr. Wendell on. Yeah, All it's right, a good song. Yeah. Mr. Wendell. Uh, they had a couple big hits. I mean, I don't know if they were big, but I think they had a couple yeah. of hits. Uh, Mr. Wendell. Oh, here we go. Rest it's of about the- like a homeless guy. 
This sucks. <laughs> oh, I know this. Just skip to the exact other part of that. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the other instrumental. I don't like exactly keep doing this. <laughs> there we go. Quick to this society for Mr. Windows of Bum. His only worries are sickness and an occasional harassment by the police in their chase. Uncivilized, we call him, but I just saw him eat off the food we waste. Civilization. Are we really civilized? Yes or no? Who are we to judge when thousands of innocent men can be brutally enslaved or killed over a racist grudge? Mr. Window has that's cool yeah it's a great I song like that. yeah um i do remember hearing that maybe in high school or whatever and just being like civilization are we really civilized yeah. whoa yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i spit out my coffee <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that just reminded me of this this uh girl i knew in high school when she thought a guy was asking for change, so she dropped some money in his oh, cup, oh, and yeah. it was just his just coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Babylon used to have a joke about that, about oh, how really? he keeps a lid on his Starbucks cup. He's like, this oh, loose change yeah. will fuck up a coffee drink. That's, That's funny. Funny. Yeah, yeah. funny stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mad at Babylon because <laughs> of 2K <laughs> shit. <laughs> we played 2K with Babylon. I'm playing around. Um, that song uh, from Beck was uh, great. I love it. Yeah, I love. Like I said, I'm a little bitch. I f- I always forget. Beck has one of my favorite songs of all time, uh, and it's from the Eternal Sunshine Spotlight yes. uh, uh, playlist. Uh, but it's not on Spotify, which pisses really? me off. It's uh, they have the soundtrack. That song is not on there. Like it's like blacked out. Weird. Uh, weird. It's uh, everybody's got to learn. Sometimes it's such a good like running theme for yeah. that movie and it's my favorite movie so it's like it's it's so good talk um, about a high school sad boy movie dude, i saw that in the theaters and like it was like at piper's alley they were only showing it like a couple mm. theaters me and my friends went downtown and yeah i was like oh man this is heartbreaking it's i think so it was like good. the beginning of me realizing that I, sad movies are not for me <laughs> <laughs> i did love that movie though it was, it was also like it was art you know what i mean it was, yeah yeah, yeah. It's uh no I I had to I didn't like it the first time I saw it and then I took a uh, film class where they made us break it down scene by scene like frame by frame which is a pain in the ass yeah. but then I was like oh wait this is the coolest movie yeah, I've ever yeah, seen yeah. it's like the, the things they do because I saw it when I was like eighteen I think for the first time and I was like this I wanted Jim Carrey to be funny yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where's the mask <laughs> um, what's he gonna then... start telling riddles. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite Jim Carrey performance. <laughs> the only one I've seen. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna play a second because it's on YouTube. But man, it pisses me off. It's not on Spotify. That is weird. Uh, this song rules, though. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's just very like. The comments are turned off. Who was like <laughs> being offensive in the? 
change your heart Look around you It's weird because if you watch the movie back, it, like they just plug in that song in, like in weird little like frames. The whole, yeah. Really? Okay. There's weird little frames where they'll just put like little tiny moments of it. And it's like it's so cool. Anyways, great song. Uh, we got more music from your playlist here, though. Can I just have my one beef with Eternal Sunshine? Of course. Let's hear it. Michelle Gondry. Why your name like that? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Gondry. Oh, Michelle Angry. <laughs> <laughs> Get a normal that's American a name, that's French a good bastard. Point. You French piece of shit. You make me look like a dumbass in front of. How about people? Michael Gonzo? <laughs> Gonzo, he's a fucking muppet. Hey, Michael Gonzo, why don't you make another beautiful film? <laughs> it does suck, like with Michelle Gondry too. They're like. That's kind of the only thing he made that I like besides music videos. I never tried to watch Kidding. People like it. I, didn't I heard it's really that. sad. What was that one? That was his Showtime yeah. show with Jim Carrey where it's oh, like supposed to be really it. sad. Yeah, so yeah, I never, yeah. Yeah, was, I never got in the mood sad for stuff. like, yeah. Not, yeah. If it's like sad and it's like, but sad and it's Hopeless. like a psychological thriller or something, I can watch it. Like if it's, sure. you know, but when it's just like sad. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. to be like, oh, this is what I'll do tonight. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm watching yep. it to escape the sadness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not to just really <laughs> fucking marinate in it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, he made Be Kind Rewind, which I remember on spring break. Oh. I dragged my friends. I was like, we got to see Be Kind Rewind on fucking Jack spring Black break. And, <laughs> and it was yeah. not, like, it was fine. It's not like, it's not terrible. It's just like, it it's wasn't. A fun premise, as, yeah. It's a very fun premise. This, it's stylistically cool, but it's just not, it just wasn't that fun of a watch, in I'm my like opinion. Picture, like, I remember that. It's where they, like, remake. It's such a great premise, but it's like, it's like a blockbuster, but. It's Jack Black and... Uh, is it Steve Zahn or no? It's, uh, I'm going to look it up because I'm having trouble remembering. I think uh, most F. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. And they like... They yeah, remake they, movies themselves, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a fun premise, but it's just kind of like a They work at like a, like a ragtag video yeah. store, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, um, you don't want to hear something crazy. Yes. First three letters of that title, B-E-K. <gasps> oh, dude. You just... Where's my coffee at? <laughs> Tommy's a Scientologist, dude. Yep, I knew it. Oh, Danny Glover's in it, too. Nice. And Mia Farrow. Uh, and Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Damn, that's a cast. Yeah. Well, and you're then, still mad at Mia Farrow for how she treated your buddy, That's right. right. <laughs> my good friend. Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> are, you a, are you a Woody Allen guy? Look, that's not what we do on this show, Maddie. That's not what the show... It's it's not coming up, goddammit. A little pervert. <laughs> the show isn't about that type of shit, Maddie. <laughs> it's different now. Yeah. It's different now. Stand by your band. It's horses now. <laughs> I wish we had it's different now. Yeah. We should have had her say a bunch of different things. <laughs> I was gonna say I, she could she could knock a bunch of those out in like yeah, five minutes call. and just send them to you. We should, yeah, yeah. we should have Alex send us for like any scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, stand by your band. They're talking about the homeless problem now. <laughs> um, it becomes a, a food desert podcast. 
Um, oh, the other thing Michelle Gondry made was uh, the science of sleep, which was uh, a little too weird for my ass. Um, all right, let's get to uh, the next song on your playlist. I have it pulled up right here. It's called Wow. <laughs> giddy up, giddy up. <laughs> I can't play the thing, but you know what I would. I know this song from because when you I put it in the either. playlist, I didn't remember it. But then hearing it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I know it was a song. hit when it came out. Yeah. I remember like I, I'm a big. I mean, I don't drive in New York, but like I just you know just moved here last year, and I had always drove in Chicago, and I love the radio. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I'm a big XRT guy. I love, I love like XRT. I just love like yeah. like the concept of it's. I don't love commercials, but like there's someone here talking to you, playing music, other people are listening to. You. I don't know. I just yeah, and they always have like cool releases and stuff. But I remember hearing that in the car for the first time, and I was like, whoa, dude, this thing fucking bangs like yeah so xrt is whenever i go awesome to chicago it's, i will put on xrt oh, yeah. it's the only radio station i ever listened to is yeah, me too, yeah for sure. it's so good like that and npr um no you pussy might, rehab you, <laughs> might, <laughs> you might know uh the song because it was in a honda commercial Ooh, uh, yeah. i do love out. hondas Bix, <laughs> how much money do you need dude i mean i guess if they're like here's four million bucks you're like okay yeah yeah uh, Beck's psych hip hop anthem was used by Japanese automaker uh, automaker uh, Honda to help wow people <laughs> in a commercial for their 2017 Acura MDX luxury SUV. That's why I bought one of those. <laughs> I wish there's a um, yeah no 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 uh, continue. There's a badass cover of it too, worth putting on for a second. It's I think by the Mexican Institute of Sound. Um, yeah, see if you can find see, it. Yeah, I'll see if I can find that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the song has a hip hop feeling. At one time, Beck had hoped that Chance the Rapper would spit some rhymes on it. Ooh. That's interesting. Wait, what was the name of the Mexican? What? Institute of Sound. Institute of Sound. Let's see if it comes up quickly, and it certainly is not. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. There's uh. Beck dropped this funky cut as the follow up to his 2015 <laughs> single Dreams. Uh, this is all he... stuff Tom's just saying. By the way, no, he's it's... not reading this up. Anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how I speak. Funky cut. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when he first came up with the song, Beck didn't see it as a potential release as it came together so quickly. He recalled to NME, I was working on another song, maybe Dreams, when I had an idea for a flute beat. 
I picked up the mic. I always have these type of ideas. <laughs> Where's my fl- Get me my flute. <laughs> What's that flute beat that I was thinking about the other day? Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Here's, uh, I think I found the cover, but I'll finish saying this first. Uh, I picked up the mic and WoW came out totally spontaneously. I put it away and forgot about it. Then WoW was on in the studio one day and someone said, you should put this on the record. I went, I don't think anybody would like this. Usually, I turn in a whole album to my record company, and when they want a single, but they were, uh, but there were a lot of songs in progress, so I sent uh, in a cachet of them uh, this time. Nothing happened for months. Then suddenly, the record company said, "We're putting Wow out as a single." I was like, "Really? Wow!" Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, okay then. Wow was the last song on the cachet I had sent over. Interesting. Um, all right, let's hear this uh, this cover. It's more like a remix than a cover, I think. Beck is in it. Yeah. It's him. It's his, it's his voice. Yeah. So I think they just like chopped it up and sampled. Um, this is so. This is on songfacts.com. It says, "Wow" is an exclamation of wonder, often tinged with other emotions such as sorrow, excitement, admi- admiration, or pleasure. Uh, thanks, songfacts. <laughs> Frequently said by Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow, <laughs> pretty good. Um, <laughs> all right, we got one more song here uh, from this playlist, and then uh, this is a fun. This was a big radio flirty. Song. Yeah. When I was in high school, yeah, little, yeah. It's like a little summer banger, you know what I mean? Perfect yeah. Time. So this and um, Epro were the other two singles from that album, Guero, which I think is 2005. And those were on the radio all the time. And I was a big fan of them. I think when I was like a junior in high school. Let's hear it. I think one of the reasons I like gravitated towards Oh, sorry, oh no, it's the song part. Oh, you're good. Because like, there's like uh, most of these songs, like, and, and whenever they come on any time I hear it, I'm like never mad about it. I'm yeah, like, right. oh hell yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Ooh, this one uh, did chart at 100 in uh, on the American charts and 45 in uh, the UK. I would have guessed 10 <laughs> for sure. I feel like there's everywhere that's so much. Cool song. I forgot about that song. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. All right, that's enough. Uh, so Beck explained, originally the lyrics to Girl were really upbeat, and then it didn't work for me somehow. You need the dichotomy. If you're, do- if you're doing something happy and light, you need the shadows. Uh, that was something that uh, the Pixies did so well. Frank Black is a genius at these happy songs, and then you listen to the lyrics, and they're based on... Uh, like Boonwell uh, uh, films of cow's eyes getting cut, uh, and he is referring mm. to the song, the Pixie song, "Debaser." Great song. What a we should do it. Eh, maybe they're too cool, but uh, yeah, it's just yeah, an appreciation yeah. of the Pixies. Yeah. I love them so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so for real, yeah. it's an all-time album for me. Hell yeah. 
Um, great song. Good choice. Hey, thanks. Great choices all around here, man. I took it. I, it's one of those weird things where, like, I did uh, Marty DeRosa and uh, Farber had a podcast for a while that was like, make us a mixtape or something. It was like, mm. bring six songs in. And I've never, like, stressed about something more in my life. I'm, like, <laughs> six songs that define me for my episode. God damn it. And it's also one of those things where, like, I, I love music and I know. Oh, like a, like a decent amount about it. Like I think compared, but it's like one of those things where if I start talking music, I immediately start feeling like a fraud because I'm not like well, people I don't have like so, an encyclopedic yeah. knowledge of like every single aspect mm-hmm. of it, but I know like a little bit about a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. It's definitely one of the most gate kept topics. Like I'm constantly worried on this show about like tweets we're gonna get, yeah. and it's at a certain point you have to be like, you know what? I know what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I, it's medium. I, I really yeah. don't give a yeah. shit. I don't yeah. read the reviews. I don't fucking care. I don't have like a fucking wall of vinyl that I know about the recording dates. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. No. And that's why we only talk about music for about a third of the show. And nice. the rest of it is about horse fucking. <laughs> and, uh, just whatever the fuck is going on in our day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh it's a good time. We love the listeners. Real hood. Um, let's go. Speaking of the listeners, uh, we like to hear from them yeah. on the topics at hand. And uh, we did go. This is going to be tough. So, because I'm going to need. All right. Uh, Wait, is this like live right now? What's going no, on? No, no, no. It's uh, it's not live. We got. Uh, I post on the Patreon and on um and on Facebook and we do Twitter. Okay. To see if people have thoughts about the band we're talking about. Uh, this one we did pretty last minute, but we did get some. Uh, we got some messages from people. We go to the uh the Patreon first. If you're on the Patreon, you get your thoughts guaranteed to be read if you get them in in time. And so we appreciate. Oh, we got a lot on this one. Um, right off the bat, it's all just making fun of me personally. <laughs> we did on the Patreon. We say who the guest is too, so you get to you get to know that ahead of time. Um, JV says the ad libs on Loser are iconic. Getting crazy with the cheese whiz is uh, is what JV quotes there. By the way, uh, JV also said that uh, they got tickets uh, to see me in Cleveland, oh, nice. uh, which is July 10th. I'll be at Hilarities. Uh, JV said, just got my tickets to see Tom in Cleveland on July 10th, and I'm very excited to be able to represent Piss Nation. <laughs> if you're new to the show, our uh, our show is, uh, we, we at one point called our fans uh, Piss Freaks. <laughs> And I don't remember why. I think it was Tommy shit, but um, <laughs> it's stuck. When there's a good name, you go with it, man. Exactly. But uh, thank you for being part of uh, Urine Nation. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Dave says uh, saw Beck with Spoon and Cage the Elephant a couple years ago. Incredible show, but he was the low point. Believe it or not, I, I believe that. I still don't fully get his appeal, but I might just be a dumbass. <laughs> um, you might. I kind of feel that too yeah like kj elvin rips yeah i just like i like even listening to the songs today i was like i like all of these songs but be- i think because he's so all over the place it's right hard to nail him down yeah and like get a real if i'm if somebody's like let's listen to beck i'm like well i don't no. know what the fuck we're gonna be hearing <laughs> um, uh but I, yeah i remember putting morning phase on a bunch when it came out it was like my go-to writing album uh, Toby Braithwaite says, Tommy looking through the lyrics for sex laws, uh, for any mention of horses. <laughs> Stand by your band. It's horses now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm only playing that once during the, um, during the comments because there's probably going to be a lot. Yep. Here we go. 
Cody Chadwick says he has a song called Iron Horse in which he says, your iron horse is coming, which is more than what Tommy can say about his horse. <laughs> so now Tommy fucks the horses and can't even make can't them come. <laughs> or, or does Tommy not come? It sounds like that's the thing. So he's just doing it for the love of the game now? Oh, true. Yeah. That's, yeah. I just love it. It doesn't make me... You I don't know, even fuck. come anymore, dude. Just I love this. <laughs> Uh, Jason Acosta says around 2005 or 06, I was holding down two jobs, delivering pizzas and bartending. My roommate, the owner of the bar, uh, called me on my cell phone while I was on a delivery and said, I need you to get out of work, uh, and down to the bar right now, but I can't tell you why. So I told him to call the restaurant and just say that I needed to urgently call him back because our house was on fire. Uh, I got back and my manager sent me quote unquote home. I pulled up to the bar to see some guys unloading some music equipment. Turns out Beck had been lurking around El Paso and decided to play an unannounced set at our spot. Word spread quickly, and we were so far past capacity that some people sat in the parking lot just to hear the show. Don't love his music, but that night is still considered legendary for everyone who was there. That what is a pretty weird sick. ending yeah, yeah, to yeah. that story. I don't love his music. That, not that for me, cool, but though. it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sick story. What a good buddy. Uh, I want. I, I wish there was footage of Beck lurking around El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, Jennifer Starla Miller says, absolutely prolific songwriter slash musical creator. In fact, nearly genius level. He is just. He just has bad takes on other things like being a Scientologist. Jennifer, J- he Jennifer was never it. a Scientologist. <laughs> Why do people people just say whatever they want? I guess. <laughs> One interview, you go, I'm 100% a Scientologist. And after that, people just, their imaginations run wild. <laughs> uh, Nick Steinberg says, My favorite thing about Beck is that he's nearly as eclectic as Bowie when it comes to exploring different genres and sounds, but will still pull liberally from the Becktionary at every turn. He'll write a sad indie folk song called Chicken Gumbo Laser Brain Lab Track, <laughs> and somehow it all works. That's funny. Uh, good stuff, yeah. Nick. That was the Patreon. Did we get anything on the Twitter, Tommy? We did. So Matt Riggs posed a question. Hey. He said, oh, hey, Matt Riggs. Prefer, yeah. He said, do you prefer the funky alt-hip-hop rock back or the folk back? What would you say, Matt? Ooh, guess. if I had a pick, I would think I would go the, the funky alt-rock. Yeah. I, mean? I think there's more, yeah, with that, I think the highs are higher. Like, the mm-hmm. folk stuff has a... Has I pretty much like the hit rate I see I, would, I don't know like a more yeah. percentage of it is listenable yeah, exactly. I would say but yeah the, the there's only so much melancholy better, yeah. you can kind of handle you know what I mean if you're yeah. trying to have a nice time <laughs> yeah uh, Austin Typro Negative said Odelay is one of my favorite albums of all time does Tommy fuck donkeys too because <laughs> at the end of Jackass there's some donkey braying that might be hot I don't know <laughs> Um, Johnny Metz said Morning Phase is my go-to weekend breakfast album Deborah is so funny and catchy How can one person do all that? Feels unfair On the other hand When he toured with the Flaming Lips He both wasted and disrespected them That's interesting Weird Uh, George Gordon, friend of the show Said uh, One of the best concerts I've ever been to Saw him on the Odelay tour For $10 In 1997 (laughs) That is crazy Yeah Uh, five and one said, I tried to go through his library and everything outside of his hits is terrible music. Wow. Not like a minor step down. Terrible. <laughs> 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 and then fake Drake said, left a Patreon comment, but here's a link, uh, to any link to that, an article about that El Paso show, oh, nice. uh, which I was reading a little bit of. And it sounds like when he did like the second show, uh, at the coffee shop, or whatever, he played like all covers and it sounds like it was sick. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. yeah. oh yeah. That's fun. That rules. 
Um, somebody uh, posted so on the Facebook. I'll just read a few. Get on the Patreon if you want. I'm guaranteed to be read. We don't. We don't got time to do all these. Uh, but somebody posted the picture of him uh, on Futurama, and he's saying that song doesn't usually last three hours. But we got into a serious thing, and then I forgot how it ended. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jason's table says my first big show was back. Oh, that was Brandon uh, Merritt's, by the way. Um. Jason Staple says, uh, my first big show was Beck. It was rad. Also, I still really like the Guero and Guerolito records. Mm-hmm. Cool. Larry Fulford says that Black Hole was on the same record and as Loser. Should should have been all the proof we needed to know Beck was something special. Uh, Terry Ewer says, one of the best live performances I've ever seen. A lot of people are saying that. Um uh, James Beck says, uh, I haven't seen, I haven't listened to him much lately, but people have been quoting where it's at lines at me because of my last name, you see, since 1996. And it was clever exactly once. <laughs> uh, other than that, I remember thinking Midnight Vultures was a perfect album when it came out. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Becky Bronstein says, I met him in the hotel lobby when I competed in the National Spelling Bee in DC in 1997. Oh, that's a movie. That's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Becky and the Bee. There were a bunch of bands staying there for a concert, and uh, I was the only Spelling Bee kid who knew who they were and was just beside myself. He was shorter than me, and he was nice. (laughs) And when I said my name was Becky, he was like, it's an okay name, right? And he shrugged. (laughs) 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 That's great. Oh, my God. Um, That is some twee shit from Beck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh yeah, last one I'll uh, read here is that uh oh wait. Uh Gary Levitt says hung out in his rehearsal room and watched him eat salad. He liked the salad. <laughs> <laughs> uh and Twitty said David Twitty says uh, was obsessed with Sea Change and Midnight Vultures in high school. I don't listen to him often these days, but put this song on the other day and it still bangs. And the song is uh K Onda from uh Guero. So check that out if you want, uh, you know, to hear that song. <laughs> that brings us to the end of the show. We don't. Uh, I don't think we need to rate this playlist, right? No. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I love all four of those songs. Yeah, that's a, that's a four out of four. And uh, Jared did not uh, send me a thing, but he did text me back finally, and he is uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, we texted Jared. We wanted him to do the Patreon, but uh, he did not respond for a week, and uh, I was a little bit worried, but he's all right. Um, Jared from Bloomington? Yeah, okay. from the Comedy Attic in yeah. beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Get out there, see a show, and hey... While you're seeing, uh, if you're in the mood for seeing shows, why don't you see one of us boys? For example, yeah. me. <laughs> I'll be on the road. I'm going to Vegas July 1st and 2nd. I'm at Comedy Works there. And then I'm uh, at Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase the next weekend, July 7th and 8th. I'll be, uh, or 8th and 9th, I think. And then the 10th, I will be in Cleveland. Uh, the 13th, I'll be in Chicago at uh, Zany's. So get tickets for that, please. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing an album at the end of the year at the Comedy Fort in Fort Collins. So get out there, and I'm doing uh, High Plains. Nice. All right. I am, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alex said you guys were doing it, too. Yeah, uh, Maddie, is there anything you'd like to plug on the way out of here? Oh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I might be doing a private car in Chicago in, in August. Hey, we have a hey, yeah. Yeah. I think we might get it back going monthly and 
Hell yeah. Chris Higgins is going to help run it. Oh, shit. That's sick. Yeah. Chris is a good man. Yeah, he's great. That rules, dude. Well, you guys will be at High Plains. That's a plug. When is that? That's early, first week of September? Second? I think like that. I don't know. (laughs) I've got too much shit to worry about. My wedding is August 20th. Oh, Um, shit. Anybody who listens to this show is invited. (laughs) (laughs) JK. You know what they say? 820, smoke two joints. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They do say that. Uh, Tommy, is there anything you'd like? Is there anything you'd like to Mode. Uh yeah, me and Casey shows at Stand Up New York. It'll be tonight if this. Oh comes nice, out yes. And then uh, on Sunday the twenty sixth of June, I'll be doing a little Tommy and Friends at the Lincoln Lodge Ooh, last baby. minute right pop up show. We're gonna have friend of the show Clark Jones, friend oh, yeah. of the show Bobby Condon, friend go. of the show Joe Quazala. Nice. Wait, and, uh, why are Bobby and Joe in town? Joe is doing his own show, so he's technically a secret guest. Oh, nice, nice. But <laughs> just for posters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could think yeah. I'd say it on the podcast. Oh, we're right. going to say it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby's in town for family stuff. Nice. That's why I'm going in town. It's uh, my mom's 60th birthday. So, okay. hey, happy birthday to Susie. Yeah. Happy birthday, Susie. Happy birthday, Susie. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And you just put uh, your uh, special on YouTube, right? So it's been on there, but for but some reason promoted. a special thing just promoted it. Oh, um, I see. I knew it was up there. I was like, I, yeah, I got confused. So I tried to share their post on Facebook, and then it just shared the YouTube link, so it looked right. like it was a weird, yeah. dumb Facebook thing. But, but yeah, check yeah. out the yeah. special. It's up there. Um, all right. Well, this was a great time, great. Man. Thanks for oh, having me, guys. You know what we didn't do is huh. let you have your final thoughts on Beck. So oh, you get to give people. He was so, <laughs> he was know. so relieved to be done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds smart, again. real quick. Yeah, yeah, some, I, mean, I don't know. I I feel like the, the people who wrote into the Patreon kind of nailed it. Sure, a couple, there was two people that I forget. It was a guy and a gal. They really, I think they they uh, they both kind of encompass. You can't what remember I, what their names. You are fucked. It was, uh, it was the director of Eternal Sunshine, mm-hmm. Michael, um, Gonzo? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Gonzo. Michael Gonzo. Michael Gonzo. How could you forget? Um, thanks again for writing in, Michael, and um, uh, we will see you guys next week. Thanks again, Maddie. Thank check you guys. Out, it was awesome. Check out Maddie Ryan on uh, all social media platforms you got, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Like I said, get on the Patreon. Thanks for listening. Keep it crispy. Bye. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>